There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 621 on this Tuesday. Got Will Altoff with the trending stories. What's going on, Will? Brian, Hugh Jackman going to be forced to miss some performances of Broadway's The Music Man. He tested positive for COVID-19. It's a second time, and it was after his performance at Sunday's Tony Awards. No word if any of the castmates who were on stage with them at the awards show have tested positive. Jackman previously sat out performances back in December uh, December when he tested positive the first time. His understudy going to get a chance to fill in for the next week or so until June 21st. I'm sure many people with tickets are excited. <laughs> Everybody loves to see an understudy. <laughs> Pay top dollar for that. No pressure on that understudy either, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're talented in their own right. It's big, I mean, Hugh, just pretty incredible, the range of talent he brings to the table. But uh, anyway, all right, appreciate the update. So gun control, obviously, it's been front and center in Congress here over the past couple of weeks, and specific to the framework deal that we heard announced in the United States Senate on Sunday. More detail continuing to come out about that. I was taking a look at what we know as of now, as the devil's in the details, right? Whatever is agreed to actually has to get put to paper. You have to create the bill itself. And What it appears we have as of now would be the creation of state crisis intervention support. Think like state administering um, of risk protection programs. Enhanced background checks for those under the age of one. A crackdown on straw buyers of firearms. Mental health services funding. New regulations for licensed gun dealers. Criminal background checks for those that have been convicted of domestic, domestic violence and also some additional school safety funding from the federal level. So taking a look at uh, some of the finer points here, including, uh, you know, actually getting this down to paper, Faith Abube, ABC News, joining us now. Faith, what's the word? Yeah, Brian, you know, there's a lot of work still left to be done. Of course, this is just a framework that they've agreed on. You have 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats who've been talking since the Buffalo shooting and talked all the way through the Uvalde shooting, and now they have this framework agreement on the table. It's a very big deal, no doubt. If it goes all the way to the finish line and it passes, it would be the most significant action Congress has taken on guns since the 1990s when uh, back then they allowed the assault weapons ban to expire. So now they're trying to actually do something in terms of gun safety. And, you know, they have these 10 Republicans on board already, which is really important to note here because in order for any legislation like this to pass in the Senate, the Democrats would need at least 10 Republicans. So they at least are starting with the bare minimum amount of support that they need to move forward. Again, this is just a framework, not legislation. The hard part, uh, or I guess the next step, I should say, is actually putting this to paper, putting the text there. They have these, this outline that they've agreed to. Now they have to agree on the language itself as they craft this into something uh, lawmakers can actually vote on. And according to uh, one of the well, the lead negotiator on the Republican side, John Cornyn, who's from Texas, uh, he says that he hopes that they can actually put together a complete legislative tax for this deal by the end of this week and then set up a possible vote for next week on the floor, on the Senate floor. This is a very optimistic timeline. Usually it takes a long time just to get the text correct, just to get everybody to agree on the text. Uh, but also Republicans also would want to see how much all of this would cost in the end. You know, for example, these incentives that 
they've agreed to give states in order to pass these red flag laws and keep the guns out of the hands of dangerous people, how much would that cost? And that also takes several days. And they have a recess coming up um, starting June 27. So we'll see whether they can meet this um, very optimistic timeline. Yeah, you bring up a good point. And, you know, we take a look at, you know, we have a, a reference point here in Florida as we went further than this would go as part of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Safety Act back in 2018. And, you know, you see these school safety funding. I mean, that was a huge uh, piece of, of the puzzle to figure out because it's big money to provide meaningful school security measures. You pointed out the risk protection orders. I mean, I've seen no detail other than, you know, the state crisis intervention support and would that only be for the 31 states that don't have risk protection orders in place right now? Or would it be, you know, tailored uh, as well for the 19 that do, even though the those 19 are different? So, yeah, I mean, you, you bring up a good point about all these details. But then again, about the timeline, you know, I think about what we did in, in Florida Faith. And inside of 30 days uh, from the shooting at Stillman Douglas, we crafted comprehensive gun control and school security measures. So, you know, times can get done, or things can get done during times of adversity. So perhaps this is this is going to be one of those. And I, it seems like House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has um, articulated support generally to what's being worked on here in the Senate. Yes, she has. And, you know, some of the Democrats have as well. You know, this is significantly weaker than what they wanted. Uh, A lot of the progressives wanted uh, this to go even further. President Biden himself has called for uh, a more significant gun reform. Um, You know, he asked for an assault weapons ban. He asked for raising the age limit to purchase an assault style rifle from 18 to 21. He wanted universal background check. Uh, Democrats all wanted all of that. But none of that is included in this framework agreement as they move forward. But it seems both sides, you know, after all of these shootings we've seen recently, which are continuing every day, uh, they want to do something. They, they want to be able to do something. So you, they've gotten the support of the House Speaker. Uh, they've also gotten the support of the minority leader in the Senate, uh, Mitch McConnell, who's telling the group, the bipartisan negotiators, to continue their discussions. And he wants to see the byproduct of that. So at least this is a good sign that they're all moving in the same direction. But this is not a done deal by any point of the imagination. They still need to be able to agree on the finer details as they craft this legislation, and hopefully they can stick together and actually get something done. Faith Abube, ABC News. Appreciate it, Faith. Thank you. Be right back here at the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIND. Stay connected.